Alrighty, so let's talk real-world results. Oh, I am really enjoying the hot tub, and I'm really enjoying this bird song. This is, a, this is by far one of my favorite times of day. Podcasting. And being in the hot tub. And listening to the birds. <clears throat> so let's talk about real-world results today. I want you to get how real this is. So many years ago, I started teaching all sorts of interesting courses. I, I'm big into experience. I am not big into having people sit around and talk theory. Right? I did that for like 12 years in Catholic school. Not interested in it. Right? I did it for a year in the police academy. Not interested in it. Right? Yeah. It, you know, useful. A little bit of theory is useful. A whole lot of experience is a lot more useful. As far as I can tell. So... We wanted to explore how people really think, how people really engage. And so we did a little exercise. So I had a group of nine people, and we went to the mall. And I said, here's what I want you to do. I want you to take $20 out of your wallet. And everyone did. And I said, I want you to go give it to a stranger. Go have fun. We'll meet here in an hour. And so we picked a little table in the food court, and they all went out, and they all came back, and they had the most fascinating stories. Because we had a few rules. You know, the rules were pretty simple. You can't lie. You can't say, hey, I think you dropped this. Or, hey, you won a prize. No, you have to honestly give someone $20. And one of the things that we found the first time we did that that day was the immense difficulty some people had giving away $20 and the immense difficulty some people had receiving it. I don't have a problem receiving a blessing, gang. Like, really, I don't, right? People send me stuff in the mail once in a while, cigars. Yeah, some people actually send cash. I find that fascinating and lovely. Cards, pictures, other goodies, right? Victoria once got chocolate. Uh, I love it. I think it's fun. But I want you to notice, right? It's not the fact that they didn't take it or they did take it. Whew game over. It's why? What was going on in the box to have that happen? Did they make a bunch of pictures? Did they pull back? Did they look at you and tilt their head like they're listening to something? We got to explore how people think, how people respond when offered a gift from a stranger without a reason. In other words, we got to discover a few things. One, other people are real. Two, uh, People have different ways of refusing. Three, people have different ways of accepting. We talk about the gate methods. We've got videos on those at feelitrealfun.com. Those help you explore the different ways you can use imaginal senses to, ma to manifest. People do things differently. We also have Neville Goddard's toolbox where we explore you know, how to imagine with the past, how to imagine with the present, how to imagine with the future. Right? People tend to have different preferences at first. And I encourage them to explore all the senses, all the timelines, all the perspectives, a couple other things, just for fun. But it's all about real, guys. And when we're doing those trainings, and you know, we brought some of this into Dream Driven Day as well, one of the things that we notice is, well, you get to notice how real you are. You get to notice how real they are. So why would I bother talking about this? 
got three letters this week from people who imagined lovingly for family members who died. Right? They imagine lovingly the family member dies. And the question co comes up, what did I do wrong? And I'm going to tell you, you did nothing wrong because they didn't die. They will continue. Their body's dead. No big deal. But let's dive deeper than that. I'm real. You're real. I have the right to refuse any blessing or curse offered me. Neville said that. Neville said if, if your desire concerns another, a short version of what follows that, they can reject it. And that's fine. A buddy of mine died this past year, Jim. And I imagined lovingly for Jim. I didn't try to keep him alive. I, I just imagined Jim enjoying himself. I imagined Jim and his dog. I imagined Jim moving well, Jim enjoying himself, Jim body died. His dog died a few days after. Guess what? They're on their next adventure together. Did I fail? No. Not possible. I get Jim didn't want to live physically anymore in that body he had. Can't blame him, right? Had the protoplasm put in its time. Time for him to go on to his next adventure with his dog. Now some people say, well, yeah, I, I really don't care. When people go up in their heads and they grumble and they've got these theories and these things that keep them stuck, I am not a fan. What I am a fan of is noticing, you know what? People say, well, money is not real. Money is an illusion. This physical world is an illusion. Cool, give me yours. Right? You really freaking believe that? You give me yours. Neville says it's all equally a dream. I like that because one part of the dream leads. That's the imaginal. The other part of the dream follows. That's the physical. And there's some other aspects to that too. Like your thinking follows your state, right? You imagine being a loving husband, loving teacher, loving puppy dad, your thinking will follow as well. See, you're conscious of things like your state. You're conscious of things like the thoughts and the thinking and the emotions that come from it. You're conscious of the physical world too. What leads is your state. What follows is what do you think? What are your emotions? Because when my buddy Jim died, I'm not gonna say I was happy. But I was. I knew I'd miss him. Physically not see him physically in this world again. But I am happy. And sad. And happy and sad. <laughs> and that's all right. Because those are real emotions that come from how I perceive, how I imagine the world, how I experience life. And so I want you to have more real-world results. And, God, when I get on Facebook, there are some absolute whack jobs out there. And I'm not pulling punches. And here's what I mean by a whack job. Since I am the only one who is real in my world because I create my own reality, and since everyone is me pushed out, therefore, I can make him mine. <laughs> uh, that's the craziest argument that I've ever heard because... Here's the thing, if you honestly believe they don't exist, why do you want them? If you honestly believe they're a mindless automaton, why do you want them? If you honestly believe that, and by the way, some people apparently do. And here's what, and, and here we go, ready? They don't get that they're real. You are what really gives life 
to everything in your life. You are what gives life to dead states. I used to give life to the state of police officer. Guess what I was? I was a police officer. I became one. I was one as long as I imagined being one. And when I stopped imagining being a police officer, that faded into the background, and I went on to the next adventure. See, after I stopped imagining being a police officer, my parents still imagined I was. Well, you'll, you know, you'll get another. Yeah, well, you'll get better. Well, you'll get... No, I'm done with that. You've got the right to be done with any state. You've got the right to be... <laughs> you don't have the right to be done with you. you. You've got the right to discover who you truly are and how this truly works. You've got the right and the opportunity to buy into any concept of self. Police officer, loving husband, loving puppy dad. And the only way you can really do that is to discover who you truly are, is beyond any concept of self. But while you're here, you get to give life to all kinds of concepts of self. You get to discover how real you are. You get to discover how you really and what you do to really give life to dead states. Because many moons ago, I gave, love, I gave life to the state of loving teacher. And I teach. I'm doing it right now. I also gave life to, guess what? The state of having a lovely, portable, disposable hot tub out here in the garden. God, it is absolutely great fun. You hear it? I gave life to helping people create richness and wealth in their life. And I continue to. But here's the thing. You want to know why I get real results? Because I get how real I am, how real you are. I get that, quote-unquote, this is equally a dream as the imaginal. I actually get that consciousness is the only reality. But that doesn't discount the physical. You get it? You're living here. And when people tell me, well, Mr. Twenty, you know, like this morning, you poured a cup of coffee and you carried it in your right hand. You could have carried it in your left hand. Therefore, at that point, two universes began to exist. They split off, and now we have the multiverse. You've got a cup of coffee in one hand, in the left hand in the left universe, and you've got a cup of coffee in the right hand in the right universe. And, well, the right universe is where you are. You see, while people get lost in that shit for a couple dozen lifetimes or years... Right? And we've all been there, probably. If not, you probably will be. And you don't have to know you were there. You don't remember all your quote-unquote other lifetimes. So I've got... I, I have it hard to remember what I ate for dinner last Thursday. I actually don't have a clue. How would I possibly remember all my quote-unquote lifetimes? All my adventures? But here's the thing, guys. Right now, you can stop doing violence to your desires by giving life to, to their fulfillment to your enjoyment stop being a chaser start enjoying <laughs> and don't settle just because you were one way yesterday doesn't mean you have to be that way today like we opened up with you know you're both the giver and the receiver $20 banknote oh my god the amount of awkwardness that gets to show up until it doesn't because if you feel awkward giving to you, and you feel awkward receiving from you, it's just awkward. Uh, Mr. 20, uh, feel it real feels awkward, weird, hard for me. Some people have to work hard for $20. I'd rather change lives. You get it? <laughs> 
Meanwhile, I want you to play more. I want you to discover how real you are. If you got some gold today, join us at manifestingmasterycourse.com. It's a 90-day adventure. It's $97 total. I know the marketing people cringe when I approach it this way. But if you look at the success stories, you'll see thousands and thousands and thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars of wins. You'll see people actually getting married and being happy, getting homes, cars, motorhomes. We sent out an email today which uh, mentioned an MM member. They got three lump sums of money, I think, uh, by 14 days in or something like that. Talk about fun. Of course, paid for itself that fast. Easy. For them. Yeah, the losses. I have to say things like, results are not typical. You may fuck up your entire life and live under a bridge with somebody named Jimmy who hasn't taken a bath for 31 days. But what the hell? Right, that's the government for you. Govern. <laughs> mean. You ever notice it? Govern and mean are the two biggest words in government. Anyway. All right, manifestingmasterycourse.com. Half a day, not a day, 90 day adventure. It takes about 15 to 25 minutes. Boom. In other words, it's about <laughs> the daily lessons about the daily lesson and your play with it is about twice the length of this podcast today. Think you don't have time? Think again. Think you don't have all the money, it's 97 bucks. No, it's half a donut a day. Cheapo cup of coffee, right? Put it in perspective. I think your life's worth it. Alrighty, manifestingmasterycourse.com. And for those who share the show, share the podcast, share their lives with us, most MM members drop us a little email every seven days. We get to know you, we get to celebrate you. We get to give a little guidance if you want to. That's where friends become family manifestingmasterycourse.com. Oh my God, I did it again. See ya.